Greetings. Welcome to a special episode of Prisoners Lives Matter. I'm your host, Roz. Today is May 24th, 2018. It's late. Not that late, but late enough. Late enough to talk about a very, very impactful topic. We're going to discuss police brutality. For the past two seasons, NFL players have raised awareness of the issue, of the problem black men in America face with police brutality. Two years, and it's not gotten any better. The system is not broke. This is reality. This is what's always been going on. Police, soldiers, violent enforcers, ambushers have long terrorized and raided the unsuspecting. We're being taxed by the state, by banksters, and by their policy enforcers. So-called lawmen who fail to uphold the only legitimate purpose of the use of violence, which is counter-violence. The courthouse and the state house have become halls of injustice and lawlessness. The system of colonial rule, the manifest destiny claim that the so-called white man from Europe and Africa have so wittily subscribed us to in their history, his story has done great damage to the land and the people the oppressed. The oppressors are drunk off of power, comfortable in their conceit. They believe themselves so clever, but the end is near. And even though the prophets have spoke of these things for ages to come, the time has come. We the people must fulfill the contract. It is the duty of the governed to act in the best interest of the people. So, let us begin by defining who we are. People. People that are for love and against hate. Polish brutality is wrong. Period. End of discussion. Greetings. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Prisoners Lives Matter. Tonight we are doing a special broadcast, a broadcast about, excuse me, police brutality. And we have my friend Cynthia as my guest co-host tonight. Would you like to introduce yourself, Cynthia? Yes, I'm Cynthia, and thank you for having me. I'm I'm glad to be here. I've been wanting to speak on this topic for some time now. Well, you are definitely my guest. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to have you in the house. Definitely, you are free to express yourself, get it off your chest, what you have on your mind. 
please do share. What are your thoughts of police brutality and all the ongoings as of late? Well, uh, my concern is um, the way the police are handling women and children now. It is a direct act of war on the sanctity of families. The fact that we have cell phones now and we can record uh, these incidents happening and we are still not getting justice, it has yet to lead up to uh, police officers being arrested. Um, most of the time they are given paid leave. And hmm. if they do uh, lose their jobs, they are just sent to another county or another state and they, they are still police officers. This is uh, a huge concern of mine. Definitely should be a huge concern for everybody, especially um, the black community here, or, or I should say the black nation, we're, we're not a community, the African nation. Even though I, I'm not a fan of the word African, but for argument's sake, we're going to just roll with African because that ties us together globally, the African world family. But the, the disrespect, the, the way that our people have been treated for hundreds of years here in North America is nothing new. Uh, police brutality is nothing new. They've been brutalizing our ancestors since we've been invaded and held captive on our own lands, since we were attacked and kidnapped and transported from our own lands globally, not just here in North America, but across all the world. So this is, is not just a localized problem. This is a problem that until two years ago, the NFL had managed to uh, not be a platform for. But when, Cal, when Colin Kaepernick stood and announced that he would be taking a knee, brought attention to the Polish brutality that has been suffered by Black men in majority compared to other individuals throughout this society. It disturbed the status quo. It, um, it no longer allowed us to ignore what was right in our face anymore. So it brought home the, the fact that we are not free, that this is not liberty and justice for all as they so eloquently have conditioned us to believe. We stood as children and pledged allegiance to the United States of America. And they have repaid us by shooting us down in the streets, by mass incarceration. So this, this system is not broken, but this is the system. This is what capitalism capitalizes on. State violence done to individuals one at a time. It's low intensity warfare because they know if they did it mass are at a greater volume it would be open civil war and they're 
calculating these things. They're doing it under the guise of authority. So I've heard the numbers vary of how many people are murdered by the police yearly, annually. Um, Some reports would have you believe it's 400 a year, but we have numbers of over a thousand. 1,200 is more like the number that has been um, said by some. So we're talking about over a thousand kills per year. So this is a war. Anytime you have over a thousand people dying, that's a war zone. Yes, it is. Across America, across the United States, there are a thousand deaths per year due to law enforcement agents on or off duty. So, and we're not even counting the prison deaths because make no mistake about it. What happened in South Carolina, those seven individuals who died, died due to police brutality. I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know much about the situation, but what I do know uh, for a fact is they didn't receive medical uh, attention on time. And that was due to uh, the facility not doing what yeah. they're supposed to have done. Yes, that was. From my uh, understanding, several several people could have could have lived. Yes, yeah, several other people that were injured bled out. Right. It took seven hours for them to get in there and get to them, and when they got to them, they were gone. Right. So. Yes, those are definitely um, the blood is on their hands because of the conditions that are that are in prison due to administrative decisions, the overcrowding of prisons, the prevailing violence of prisons, the the lack of respect for human rights in prisons is a major issue. Right. But the overcrowding issue makes it unsafe for all. So what we need to do is sit down and really have one-on-one discussions and larger discussions about the solutions. Because obviously the police are not solutions. I agree totally. Uh, protest is is great. Protest brings awareness to the issues. I have yet to hear about uh, many solutions. I think that that's what we need. We need solutions. Uh, we are are all aware of what's going on. We need effective solutions. Yes, exactly. I agree. And it has to have a bottom line effect. Only two things get respect in this society. Money and blood. So, there has to be a sacrifice made. Either money sacrifice or blood sacrifice. That's the only thing they respect. Everything else 
gets ignored. I agree. So if it costs them money, if they can no longer do business as usual, that's where we'll get them to see things are in their best interest. Or if it starts costing them in bodies. But if we go the violent route, uh, we're going to suffer mass casualties just like they will. Right. But a bloodless war, economic war, that's what they fear. That's where our true power lies in the spending or yeah. in the allowing other people to spend. Because once somebody drives slow on an interstate, that slows traffic. And three cars side by side slowing up traffic would definitely cost the state money. Every morning, people will be late getting to work. Hmm. hmm. Is that a form of protest? Maybe so. Getting on the interstate slowly, creeping it. Yes, backing it up. People will be late to work. The system doesn't work if we don't cooperate. Also, so, also we know that the more the more people they lock up, the more money they get. Yes. If we stop cooperating with them when we're in prison, prisoners working, people who are in jail working, stop working. Duh. That's basic. Let the crops rot in the field. Do not cooperate with your captors. Don't allow them to move you. Make them drag you everywhere they want you to go. Do not cooperate. Don't walk on your own power. Make them drag you in and drag you out. Everybody. Don't even participate in the court hearings. Say nothing. There's nothing to talk about. They're going to do what they want to do anyways. And please, if you can avoid uh, being employed at a correctional facility, please do yes. Don't work for them in any capacity. Don't be police. Don't be military. None of that. None of that. Do not aid and assist in the making of pharmaceuticals that are poisoning us. Um, if you're in the medical field, become a holistic medical um, practitioner. Learn how to actually heal people instead of poison people. Exactly. You know, let's stop relying on meat to feed us. Let's stop eating dead carcasses in order to live. That's crazy. And then we wonder why we're full of disease. Exactly. We need to become producers of life-giving substance, foods, fruits and vegetables fit for human consumption without pesticides or GMO augmentation. There's a lot we can do to change our world, but we have to start by being willing. We have to start by being willing to change for the better. Do what it takes. We have to stand for something or we will continue to fall for everything that are sending at us. I agree. I agree totally. There are nine areas of human activity that they have taken over. And the first is economics. Economics and education and entertainment are three very powerful tools they use to control the masses to limit our progress. But labor and law are two other ones that go along with the politics and the religion. And then you have the sex and you have war. Mm. Now these are the areas that they have managed to master and have used them to control. So once we 
rectify that and we use what we have to take back our power, no longer allowing representatives to to run our lives for us to be responsible for ourselves and take direct action when we see wrong going down. Right. When you see someone being robbed, you aid the individual who is being robbed. You stop the assailant by any means necessary. Once you see violence going down, counter violence is justice. So if you see someone being attacked by somebody else, your job, your duty as another human being, as a man or a woman, is to step in with something sharp or something powerful enough to stop them. It is on them. Their blood is on their hands once they attack the sanctity of another human being. Exactly. So when you see children being beat by adults, that is wrong. If you're not able to communicate with a, a child on a level that they can understand, then that is not the child's fault. That is not the child's fault. Maybe you need a little help. So with that being said, bullying is wrong. Polish brutality is wrong. And it's pure evil what the state is doing to the people. What the 1% are doing with their control of our resources. We want our heritage back. Human rights for everybody. We're about freedom, justice, and peace. Yes. And we will stand and we will fight to end the tyranny and oppression of our human rights. We are law. And we will no longer tolerate being violated. One love. One love.